Hi, welcome to Three Dog. You're listening to a flow class taped live in our studio. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. Hey, friends at home. Are we coming through on your airwaves? Excellent. Cool. We started seated, so we're going to begin with just a little meditation. Bless you. That was a sneeze, but also, bless you. <laughs> ah, I am from the South, so when we say bless your heart, uh, it's not really the same thing. <laughs> uh, although if your grandmother says bless your soul, if you get your soul blessed, that's cool. If you get your heart blessed, that's like, <laughs> you may need to look for the spinach in your teeth. But if you get your soul blessed, <laughs> someone loves you. <laughs> so for now, a little seated meditation, just taking a moment. We're in the, the first Sunday of the new year. After the spiral of the holiday season. It's a good time to take a moment. Clear. Recognize where you are. There may be some intentions you've walked into this year with. You may have given up uh, paying attention to the new year. But with yoga, every opportunity to start again, to have fresh eyes, to be unencumbered by the things we think we know, is the way. Path of yoga. Right. Even this idea of karma in yoga. Right? Karma is not in yoga the the past life coming home to roost. But the idea that our actions in this moment are what's important. Not the fruit of them, but that this moment right, is our destiny. This is what we have. And we can choose to make it good. So we'll do that on the mat today. In any way, in every way you can, make this moment good for you. We'll start with a little uh, bow of the chin in toward the collarbones, and then a rock of the head side to side. So go ahead and get as uh, big with those half circles as feels good to you. Move slowly and notice what's going on. Time to really explore ranges of motion with how you're tilting your head. As we tilt it in close at the center, you might also kind of tilt the chin outward at the side. And then if you're experiencing more tension anywhere along this line, if there's anywhere that's speaking to you a little, a little more loudly, pause there, breathe. Like you were calming through it, softening it. 
more round of breath. And get back to center, chin up tight toward that notch in your collarbones. As you do, lift the center of your chest. We're going to bring hands behind the head. Just go fingertips to the back of your skull, any way that's comfortable. Pull your elbows back. And then press your head into your fingertips to realign your head at the top of your spine. And just notice what muscles get involved there. Use your thumbs at the base of the skull to draw up. And then we'll release the arms to the sides for shoulder shrugs. Just big inhale, shoulders to your ears. And exhale, shoulder blades down your back. Good. Three more of those. Pay attention to what you feel as the shoulders rise up. What's going on as the shoulder blades drop down? You may have little clicks, little pops. If there's no pain there, they're totally okay. We want those. That's signs that movement is helping hydration get to the tissue. There's pain involved. You can avoid any pain that is uh, not useful. And resting with arms at sides, hands lightly in your lap, on your legs. We're going to drop the right ear directly toward the right shoulder. As you do, you may have leaned body weight to the side. Keep your body weight at center. The head just get really heavy over there. You might take right hand to the left temple. Here's the idea. Pull up. Right, so it's not pushing down. It's taking your fingertips and pulling the temple up. Then press your head into your fingertips. Your gaze is straight ahead at the, or you could close your eyes, but the nose is pointing straight ahead while in front of you, rather than up. Back to center, level out, pause here. So at center, nose is pointing straight ahead. You're just going to let the head tilt to the other side without moving the chin out. You'll still be looking straight ahead. You'll be looking uh, straight ahead, but you'll have a very diagonal view called the Night at the Roxbury. The head get heavy over to the side. Opposite shoulder drops down. So what we're going for is the, the space across the shoulder right here. Then fingertips to the temple. This is optional. Fingertips to the temple, you're going to lift up. Anytime we're using hand on head, we're not going to push down. Just think facelift. Like this, yeah, this may or may not do you any favors in your, your skin, but... The idea is going up with the skin there that just gives you a little lightness. Then press your head into the fingertips, activating the muscles that are stretching. Breath in, breath out, and let everything float back to center. Pause here, realign, have a breath. And we're going to come over into hands and knees. So just transfer yourself to uh, hands underneath shoulders, possibly a little in front. That can be nice to give you a little more room. Possibly a little wide. That can give you more room. We're going to take cat and cow. Knees about hip distance. As we're moving through these, 
start to focus on your rib cage. Rib cage uh, rounding up on the cat pose. Rib cage drawing down and then forward on the cat. So other things are moving for sure. You're focused on getting all the range of motion you can in the thoracic spine, spine that runs through the ribs. Then add on an awareness of your low back. And as you round into cat pull, the abdominals in so low back feels like it's rounding out a bit. And then as you draw into cow, pull your abdominals up here too so that low back is fully supported. It does not feel like it's dropping in. It's a few rounds like that where you feel abdominals pulling up, presses the spine up. And then as you move into the cow, the abdominals are pulling up, keeping the low back from going too far down. And too far is relative, but too far in this case would be where you feel your low back making kind of like a fold. For some of us, we're, we're very flexible at the joint between rib cage and lumbar spine, and we will use it to get more mobility. It's not a helpful thing to our stability or low back health. As you come into this back bend, Pull the low back and get as much as you can from the rib cage, but really no back bend from the low back. Then bring your awareness to your hips and how the hips are moving on the legs. So you actually, that ball and socket joint, the hips are rotating. And we're going to draw a tailbone down in the cat pose, and that abdominal lift is going to help. And you're going tailbone back in the cow pose. So not necessarily up, but back. One more round. And we'll sit to child's pose. Sit back, hips to heels. Let your head rest. Let your arms soften. If you need to uh, change position here, you could keep extended child's pose, arms in front. Uh, but you could also take arms at your sides, you could take arms out wide or bend the elbows a lot. Just check in your child's pose. There's many ways to, to be here. We want the shoulders to be at rest. Whatever can give you that, do that. There's also energetics to this. When we're kind of tucked in, we get a little more centering action. When the arms are extended out and the knees are a little wider, we, we make a little more space. And that can be good, especially if the body's real tight, or you need some extra, right? that could be a, a thing. But there's really not an exertion energy here. There's this quieting energy we wanna give it. So that you establish this place for yourself, quiet of peace that you can return to and it can help you out. And of course, like the construction of quiet and peace, just as important as the construction of strength and mobility. So we pay equal attention. 
which is harder for most of us to pay attention to creating quiet and ease and peace than the force of action. So we practice. Next inhale, come on up to downward facing dog. Press your hands down and forward, send your hips up and back. Play the game of just how long can you get from hands to hips. If you have ever had a dog, you have seen them do this. You're going like hands to tail. And they do it. They like love it, right? And just like, like go ahead and like get into that action of like just pulling long. Where you feel you're decompressing. And if that doesn't feel like it's happening, bend your knees more. So that the spinal action, even if you're not sure, but if you bend your knees a little bit, you're going to get more spinal action. You get more of what that, that dog pose is all about, that dog is actually doing. You just watch him. The dog does not care about straight back legs. <laughs> Breath in. Open your mouth. Let it go. We'll look forward to you. The hands walk forward into ragdoll. Taking your feet wide apart, about mat distance. We're going to go toes straight ahead. We're going to slide arms to legs and press palms together. When you inhale, you're going to sit your hips back. Make your back flat, uh, parallel with the floor. Right? Chest pulls forward. A little bit of that cow pose there. And then exhale, bow. Press your feet into the floor, especially the balls of the feet. Go with that again. Breathe in. Sit your hips about knee level. Heart forward. So half lift in the spine. And then bow, chest to thighs, or chest to arms. Head releases upper back, just let's go. Cool. Stay with that, breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Make sure your knees are staying over your ankles. They're not falling inward. That'll be a, a, a key point for most of us to strengthen the outer hip. One more. Bow into it. Release your hands, fingertips to the floor or blocks. Bend your knees enough that your rib cage and thighs are uh, touching. And then shoulder shrugs one at a time. So you've got uh, the flash dance shoulders here. You're going to roll shoulders around. Just shoulder blades moving around the back. Yeah. So they get creative and good. Any pace, any speed. I guess pace and speed are the same thing. Just getting some movement through upper back. Enjoy it. Have a moment. Breath in. Both shoulder blades squeeze up towards your hips. Then breath out. Let them slide slowly down toward the floor. And we'll walk feet together. Feet at the center of the mat. Press down into them. Going to rise up to standing mountain pose. Arms over. And then hands to heart center. We'll pause. Close your eyes, let your face soften a moment. We sat in the beginning of the practice. We had an energetic tone there. 
it's different in some regard, maybe in many, from what we've just done. So standing in new space. A moment here to recognize what matters to you about your presence here. Put that into everything that comes. Next inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, fingertips on the floor, and heel toe your feet about hip distance apart. We're going to step the right leg back, low lunge. Fingertips stay down, straighten your front leg. Breathe in. Bend your front knee, breathe out. Press into your feet, reach up for crescent. Excellent, hands to heart center, then the mat. Control the arms, step back high plank or chaturanga. Either one is great. Upward facing dog, breathe in. Downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Breathe in, right leg, backing up behind you. Breathe out, bend the knee, bring it into your chest. Big step, low lunge, same thing, fingertips stay down. Straighten the front leg to the, the best of its ability right now. Bend into the low lunge, press the floor with the feet, abdominals in. Lift your chest, lift your arms, crescent. And hands in. Reach forward, step up, feet together, breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, breathe out, fold down and in, good. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway on fingertips, toe heel your feet, hip distance apart. Heart forward, step the left leg back, still on fingertips here, and breathe in and straighten the front leg, best of its ability right now. Breathe out, bend the knee again, make strong lunge in the legs, abdominals in, lift your chest, lift your arms, crescent. Bring the hands in to control the swing of the arms, hands down, step back, High or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Left leg up and back behind. Bend the knee, draw it into your chest, rock forward, biggest step you can take. Low lunge, breathe in, straighten the front leg, press the front heel down, pull the hip back, best of the ability right now. And rock forward, low lunge, press the floor with your feet, abdominals in, heart up, then arms up. So you're moving from center, then the arms are decoration. Bring them in, reach them forward, press into your front foot, that's what's going to bring you up to the top. Feet together, halfway lift, breathe in. And bow forward, breathe all the way out. Excellent work, sun A. Rest your feet down, 
Breathe in, reach up, squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, span your toes and fingers. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. I love. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Good. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Awesome. Bow forward, breathe out. Those halfway lifts are making my little heart so glad. Truly down, reach up. <laughs> Y'all have been practicing it so nice. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Good half lifts are good posture. Plus, raise your hands down. Low push-up, breathe out. That one shall upright for a long, long time. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward, walk O'Reilly high. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow forward. Two more rounds. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, bow. Breathe in, lift that way. Plant your hands. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Forward, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Reach out. Breathe out. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push up. Breathe in. You can make it to down dog or child's pose. I'm just gonna be for three breaths. So get a pose you can stay and just like really stay. I think we've finally gotten past our 108 hangover. Is that true? I couldn't look at sun salutations for like three days after that. It was like when you had like too much limoncello or something. You're like, I'm never drinking again. <laughs> breath in. Breath out. We're going to look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mouth. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. We're with Sun B using crescent lunges. So sit your hips back, lift your chest, Utkatasana. Exhale, bow forward. Everyone who was here yesterday, did you feel that Utkatasana? <laughs> yeah. 
breathe in, lift halfway. I just want to not be alone in that. That was brutal. Plant your hands, step back, high to low push up. Breathe in, upward facing duck. Breathe out, down duck. Take the right leg back and up behind three legged duck. Bend your knee, draw it into your chest. Big step, low lunge. Press into your feet and rise up for crescent. Hands to heart, then the mat. Low push up. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Breathe in, left leg backing up behind. Bend knee, draw it in your chest, step big. Breathe in, reach up, crest. Hands in to the mat. Step back, high to low push up. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. We'll breathe out. Oh. One more like that. Sit your hips back, lift your chest, then your arms will katasana. Bow, exhale. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push up. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Inhale, right leg back and up behind. Exhale, knee in. Have a big step, low lunge. Press into your feet. And in, down, step back, low push up. Breathe in. Breathe out. Left leg. Breathe out. Big step, breathe in, reach. Hands in, down, step back, idle. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Pause here for one breath in down dog or child's pose. Just still and steady. It clear, emptied out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, full. All right, I'm gonna take a warrior two series. Sit your hips back, lift your chest, ukatasana. Then exhale, full. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands. Step back. 
Breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. When you breathe in, right leg back behind you, three-legged dog. Breathe out, knee into your chest, rock forward and step, center line of the mat. Back foot flat when you breathe in, or two, look to the front wall, face your body to the side wall. Then cartwheel the hands down, step back, idle up. Breathe in, breathe all the way out. Breathe in, left leg up and back behind. Bend your knee into your chest, rock forward, step on your center line, back foot flat, breathe in, come up, body faces the side, gaze to the front. Then hands down, step back, idle up. Breathe in and breathe out. Really good. Look forward, walk or lily hop, hop of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Okay, one more round, just like that. Sit your hips back, lift your chest. Exhale. Breathe in, lift halfway, plant your hands, low push up. Breathe in, breathe all the way out. Breathe in, right leg back and up behind. Breathe out, knee into your chest, step big center line. Back foot flat, up warrior two, look forward, but turn your body fully to the side, front knee straight ahead. Then hands down, step back, I love. Breathe in, breathe all the way out. Left leg up and back behind. Bend your knee into your chest, rock forward, step. Make sure your toes point straight ahead, back foot flat. As you come up, keep your knee pointing straight ahead as you turn the body to the side. Hands down, take a peek, make sure your toes are still pointing straight ahead. Knees, then step back, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Knees down for child's pose. Few moments here. We're gonna come back through some more two series stuff, some variations. Uh, foundation of warrior two is that front foot pointing straight ahead and the knee pointing with toe. Right? And in case you uh, saw that your toes kind of migrated to the side, or you ever noticed that in warrior two, not uncommon. We say knee over toes. <laughs> what we do is we adjust the foot to go with the default of the knee. Right? I mean, it's like our body is so sophisticated at getting out of that outer hip work. So particularly if you find yourself in squats and your knees want to kind of bow in, right? You find yourself in warrior two and your toes want to turn in or half moon and your toes want to turn in, right? This may be your year for watching that and getting the outer hip strength. Uh, and higher hip strength is super important for us uh, in our mobility and in our balance. So the teacher will keep harping 
on that front foot, front knee thing. And she's not sorry. So come on up to hands and knees and then down dog. Okay. Right, let's do this. Bring feet to the center line. So you're just gonna mark the center line of your mat. Right, that's where we're gonna be uh, keeping our feet in this next series. Right leg back and up behind you. Let the hip turn open. Upper leg tight and straight. Lift the heel as far as it goes. Outer edge of the heel, I should say. And then exhale, bend the knee. Draw it into your chest. Rock forward. Step as far forward on that center line as you go. Then mark it that your second and third toe, they're pointing straight ahead. Your shin bone and your knee line up with that. Back foot turns flat on that same track like it's a balance beam. Right? Then we're going to come up with the body facing the side and the nose pointing to the front wall. And just get that. Then we're going to bring the arms out of it. Take a peek down again. See that your front foot and knee are in the same place you put them because <laughs> they will uh, move during takeoff for sure. So then things we do from Warrior Two uh, include reverses and side angles. And there's different, uh, different aspects, the core training in those two things. So there's a side bend. You're going to take your hands to your hips and lift your chest. You're going to contract the muscles of your left side to create what we know as a side bend. It's the back. So this would be the reverse, but we're just doing it from the core. Okay, so a side bend, contracting one side, other side lengthens. We're not dumping into that side. We're not dropping to that side. We're squeezing to get there. Come on back up, upright. Hands at your hips. In fact, uh, front hand, find the hip crease. Find the vertex of the, uh, the leg and the hip. Then side length. So you're going to lengthen right side body. As you come into this hip hinge, both side bodies are elongating. Nothing is rounding. So Peter's always going on with like, no, I mean a side lengthener or not a side bend. This is why. Different, different modalities. This is core stability. The other one is that mobility of the side body, right? So there are different reasons to do side bends and side lengtheners, we'll call them. Come on back up, warrior two. Now, this is going to be the fun thing. Hands to your shoulders. You know that cartwheel down from these things that we take sometimes? Most of us flail with our arms. I'm not going to name names. We're going to do it from the core. Spin your back heel up. Bring your left elbow to your right knee. Then put your back foot down. And bring everything back up. Okay, so this is the drill. Exhale. Spin the back heel. Go elbow to knee. Do not move from your arms. Back up. Does anyone's cartwheel down feel like this? Okay, spin the back heel up as you do this. And then come back. Right? One more of these from your abdominals. Take the elbow crack. Slippery mats. Come on back up. Ease out of your warrior two for a moment. Shake out your arms. So that cartwheel, we want it driven from in here. And I'm going to show you the difference. Let you guys shake out for a second. Here's the difference. I'm going to do a flail. That was an overly dramatic flail. I'm going to do a, the, 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 you don't look like that. But that, I want to tell you, we often do. I'm going to put we in there. Right? From the core, looks like that. Right? So it's, it's not as much this action as it is that action. And it doesn't even have to be slow, but it's a lot more controlled. Right? Did you guys see the, the difference there? Here would be the moving from the arms, the core's going with. We want to move from here and the arms go with. Right? It's hard for, for human creatures. But here we go. You're going to come back to your word two. 
We'll just be there momentarily. Now think about that drill we did with the elbow thing, where you're just going to move from your back foot and your core. Place your hands down, step back. Low push-up. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. We'll breathe out to down dog. Pause here. Like, so that is like the icing on the cake. There's like the rose on the icing of the cake. But two things about that. One, if you want a stronger core, more, more mobility, more stability, do it that way. Two, if you want to keep your shoulder, like labrum, shoulder capsule, all that in really good condition, you may not want to flail your arms around a lot and then bear weight on them in chaturanga, right? The, the, the flipping of the arms around like that doesn't leave us a lot of room to set ourselves up well to balance on our hands. So it's two things, get stronger and uh, smarter. But again, it's the rose on the icing on the cake. Right? What is it? Someone said something. Is that all? <laughs> yeah. All right, feet to the center line. We have another side to do. Thank goodness we have only two sides. Left leg up and back behind. And bend the knee in, draw to your chest. Center line, you step. Front toes are pointing straight ahead, knee and shin with them. Back foot flat. Come up and around, turn your chest to the side, turn your gaze to the front. Then uh, just kind of peek in at your knee and your foot, make sure that that directional action is there. You'll feel outer edge of your hip if you are working warrior two. You will not get to the day where you do not feel your yoga postures. Right? If you get to the day where you do not feel your yoga postures, you have ceased to be in them. You'll have to go deeper, you'll have to realign. Right. It's just, that's, that's a good news. That's the good news. Hands to your hips. And then we're going to take this, lengthen up on both sides. So side body length. The bend now is a squeeze of the right side. This is reverse warrior, right? We're doing it without the arm. Why is it so much more without the arm? Anybody? Because usually we just fling our arm up there and call it good, right? Side body squeeze. And then upright yourself. Right now, Lengthen, and that hand to your hip crease up front, that vertex of the angle, hinge and side angle, pull both sides long. Right. So side elongation. Right. Drop into your front thigh. How are your front toes and your front knee doing? Sit low. Outer edge of the hip is working to hold that leg bone in place. Good. Come on up to warrior two. Let's ease out of it. Just come into like a, a triangle stance. Ease out of your warrior two and come into triangle stance. I'll keep saying it till we all ease out of warrior two and come into triangle stance. I have eyes, you guys. You know I have eyes, right? <laughs> None in the back of my head, but I have them at least in the front. <laughs> From here, bend into it, hands to your shoulders, right? So I just wanted a little moment of reprieve so that we could do this really well, right? So you're going to take your back elbow, swim it towards your front shoulder, spin on the back heel. Then come back, place yourself into warrior two, right? So just as, as slow as you need to go to get this really dialed in from your core. Then arms out and do one of those, not all the way to the, the push-up, but just do one of those where you move from the core and the chest and see what it's like. So there's a lot like Kung Fu. Honestly, I think that's why I like this sometimes. And then go ahead and turn the chest, hand down, 
step back. There's more deliberate, more intentional. Breathe in. Breathe out. Down dog. Breathe in and breathe out. It's like, yes, you have to think about every move in yoga. You have to be there. You don't have to analyze it. You don't have to judge it. You don't have to figure it out. But your mind has to be there or the body will default to the path of least resistance. Right? I mean, and luckily today, your body didn't default to the path of least resistance, which was staying in bed. Right? So, so don't, like, don't get too worried about that. Right? But, but that's how it is with yoga. And it's good because it keeps our mind off other stuff. Look forward to your hands, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, Oh. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. We take arms overhead. Press your knuckles up. We're going to take side length, right? Side length. And just keep reaching up, right? And then... Press one foot down, doesn't matter which one. Just put one foot down, go up through that set of knuckles, and then soften that. Then press the other foot down, reach up through that set of knuckles, and release that. Now, side bend, right side. You're going to press into your left foot. Press into your right foot too, but especially your left foot. And then side bend with your right side body muscles. Back to center. Press down through your right heel, especially, but also your left. And then left side body squeezes to bring you over here. So you're doing non-trivial amount of work. Come over here. Press into both feet, come back to center. Okay. Just drop into a side bend to your right. Just drop. How's your breathing? All right, come on back to center. But it's a lot easier, right? It's not really that much easier mechanically. Right? Drop into the left side. Come on back to center, both side bodies long, go up, lengthen, extension, then right side body squeezes. Breathe in, come back to center. Do this, breathe out as you squeeze the left side body. Good, breathe in, back to center. Good stuff. We're gonna go right arm underneath into a bear hug. Lift your chest, lift your elbow points. And then right leg over top. And here our goal is to create a, a stance that is reasonable enough that you can focus on hips to shoulders in your body. So uh, imagine this as, as a rectangle, whatever shape you think you are. Right now it's uh, four points, hip, hip, shoulder, shoulder. That rectangle is straight upright. Front ribs in abdominals in. You'll bend your standing knee until the point at which you lose that upright rectangle. Right? Like, don't go past that point. Right. Good. Then if you want to take a different variation with your arms, feel free. Right. Yep. Notice if you're grasping or clawing, like fan your hands out. Be sure you're not creating any undue stress. Definitely don't pull on your thumb. Right. As someone who ended up having surgery because you did that, please don't pull on your thumb. Next inhale, unwind and reach up. That's excellent. Really good work. And then the other side. 
So wrap the left arm in a bear hug and the left leg over top. Now, for those of us that are a little more flexible in our low back, we will tend to kind of go forward with the lowest ribs. Pull those in. Abdominals in. To support this idea of shoulder, shoulder, hip, hip, rectangle. It's not falling forward. It's upright. And then you're just sitting as low as you go. This is full on I dream of genie. Some of you were kids in the 80s and you stayed home sick from school and you got to watch I Dream of Genie. <laughs> Unwind your arms into any. Yeah. Good. Really good. Keep pulling front body in to keep you upright and play with that. Like how low does it go? Like, like just like before you start to like, come offline. You don't need to be perfect at this. It's just what we're, we're practicing to gain core stability. If you just go with this, if you just lean forward, if your shoulders are in front of your hips, that is you letting go of your core stability. That is a lack of strength somewhere. So keep the body upright, regardless of how low you get in your legs. This is just a mechanical bone thing. There's no glory here. On your inhale, unwind and reach up. Good work. Then exhale, and at the heart center, pause. Breathe. Press your left foot down. Bring your right knee up. Point it straight ahead. Bring the leg out to the side. Keep your body straight ahead. Right? As the leg pulls to the side, it's going to try to pull you to the side. Don't let it. Then wherever your foot is, just magnet to your leg. It's good where it is. It's good where it is. That is where the natural strength and kind of bone structure of your body wants your foot. And the only reason to pull your heel all up in there, right, is some yoga lore about not having to go to the bathroom while you hold this really long tree pose. So if you're interested in that, go ahead, put your heel all up in there. But uh, if you'd rather kind of honor your body's bone structure and balance, stay here. On your inhale, arms up overhead. Good. Breathe in. Breathe out. One more. Breathe in. And with hands to heart center and foot to your mat, pause. Pause and just close your eyes and just notice what's, what's going on. And sometimes this moment is like living in a champagne bottle of your thoughts. And sometimes it's like inner sensations that feel that, that kind of, that you've been shaken up. Good. Start to get in touch with those. Start to feel what those are like. Right. Start to notice how they ebb away. Right. Like you are stronger than any urge pulling on you. Have a gay set to point in front of you. You're going to root your right foot down, bring your left knee up in front of you to hip height or thereabouts. So this is just like, does your body move knee to hip height? Right? If not, no big deal, but as high and close to it as it goes. Then maintain that height and take the leg out to the side. Right? If you've had to lean from side to side, that is not your pose. Right? The knee just comes a little lower so that you stay more in balance. Right? It's like a, a, a balance scale. Knee only up so high that you keep your torso balanced. And then 
magnet that foot right to the leg. Wherever it goes, it goes. It's cool. Be glad that you found like the appropriate stance for your bone structure. Keep it. And then you can explore with your arms for sure. But if you want this pose to get more challenging, do it from the inside. Do it from squeezing the standing leg, drawing the navel center in, drawing the waist in, broadening out through your collarbones, reaching like in any direction. And this way you're reaching from. Right? There's a big difference in reaching from and reaching to. Right? Instead of reaching to something that's outside of you, you're reaching from center, reaching from your inner strength, doing your work from the inside instead of by some outward measurement. It's a stronger way to work. Breath in and breath out, hands to heart, foot to mat, pause, right? pause, and just notice what the, what the monkeys in the mind have to say, just notice. Right? Many of us, those internal like, monkeys, they're the harsh critics. They're telling us to shake things off. They're, they're just giving us some feedback that like, we need to, to run. That, that, that shaking of things here, that, that wiggling, that is the flight response. If you were, were injured, shaking your body around would, like, would not be the thing to do. But we have this like balanced practice that stirs us up. It's like the, the grain of sand that, that rubs the oyster and creates a pearl, though. Next inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high plank to the floor. Turn a cheek to one side, downward facing Shavasana. If you need to put hands underneath or a towel underneath, for sure do that. You're letting your head turn to one side as a, as a neck release. So if there is a side that this is uncomfortable on, you might want to Create some padding, but definitely that may be the side that could use the, the time. Breath in. Breath out. Come on up to your elbows, your sphinx pose. Press the tops of your feet down. See if you can get all 10 of your toenails on the mat at the same time. Some of us will be able to. Some of us, our feet don't do that. But you're going to try as hard as you can, as much brain power as you can, into getting your baby toenail to the floor. And if it won't go, you're just going to continue focusing in on it. Squeeze your legs. Draw navel center up. Pull the lower abdominals as much away from that as you can. Or maybe as light on the mat as you can. We're all a little differently shaped. So for some of us, we will be able to get the abdominals up. But that doesn't necessarily mean that our core is any stronger. It just has to do with how long your spine is and, and arm length. And a bunch of geometry we won't go into. Press your elbows down. Press the tips of your ears up. Like you had pixie ears. Pull them up towards the ceiling. Breath in. We have a little of that cow pose to it. Chest forward. Can you elongate? Think about lengthening your low back, but keep the abdominals pulled in so that it doesn't drop down. Then navel center closer to the spine. 
draw your hip points in, draw lower abdominals, tops of the thighs off the mat, get to like mid-thigh off the mat, and then just stay. If you are at the point where you're saying, why is this so effing hard? You are doing it correctly. Breath in. And then in reverse order, mid-thigh, upper thigh, low belly, hip points, down. Navel center is going to stay firm. You're going to pull your heart forward and traction it out. And then slow release down. Let your body rest. Turn your cheek to the other side. And again, if this is uncomfortable on your neck, uh, you know, be wise, right? It could be a good stretch, but you may need to like uh, bring some padding into this to make a little less range of motion. That's totally fine. All right. Coming back to center, you're gonna bring your uh, nose to point straight down. We're gonna have hands on the floor, palms down. Thumbs turned out to the sides. You squeeze the legs. And uh, inner thighs leading, inner edge of the heels leading. Lift the legs for locust. Keep your hands down. You're just going to press your hands on the floor. You're going to squeeze shoulder blades to your back. So uh, again, this situation is about the arms, not uh, being the tail that wags the dog. Shoulder blades pulling in, hands pressing down. It's going to make sure that you're really doing upper back work. Breathe here. Three. Keep the upper back work really strong. You're just going to tighten up your tricep muscles to raise the arms. So the arms going up through the work of the arm muscle itself, but you're still holding tight in the upper back. Breath in. And then slow release. Down hands underneath your elbows. Press up hands and knees. Tuck your toes. Down dog. Good. Breath in, take your right leg back and up behind you. Breath out, bend the knee, draw it to your right elbow. Touch it if you can, like go as far as you can toward touching it. Shin bone then angles in, lay the shin bone down, slide the back foot back. You got pigeon upright on fingertips. Press your front shin bone down, press your back foot down. And then get a little sensation of pulling right hip back, left hip forward. So it's like uh, someone came along and caught that right hip crease, like we used to do, and pull back. I can't even believe I used to walk around a room and grab you all by the hips like that. Like, <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> Press your feet down, shin bone down up front, then lay over the front leg, head to the mat, arms down. And you're going to keep that action of the right hip crease pulling back. So right shin down, right hip pulls back. That action there, right. I'll take you a long way. And it also, like if you tend to not feel pigeon, right? it may or may not make it feel like the, the deep stretch that other people are feeling. Of course, it doesn't matter what other people are feeling. But that action is going to keep involving that outer hip strength, core body strength. So don't give that up. Pigeon is not Shavasana, yeah, just so you know. It is not supposed to be, so you're not supposed to get that comfortable with it. Now we want to soften face, jaw, throat, arms. 
because it's not efficient to hold ourselves tight there. But the legs, core body, really active. Breath in. Breath out. Walk up to your hands, tuck your back toes, step back, down dog. Pause, breathe in, breathe out. Squeeze your left leg tightly, take it up and back behind you. Bend the knee, a knee to left elbow. Right, try to touch it. Give it the best attempt to touch. Then the shin bone swings itself across. Shin bone decided where it wants to be. Leave it. Back leg back. Then up on fingertips. Yeah. Yeah. I have been teaching yoga like 20 years, and my shin bone is not, not any further forward than this. Oh, Jesus. What does she think she is? <laughs> because that doesn't work for me. Like, you're, that doesn't work for every knee, right? It worked for the picture that they took and put in light on yoga and then we thought we should all be like BKS Iyengar in our joints. If you haven't compared your body type to his, go ahead, <laughs> do that. Press your shin bone down, press your back foot down. But there used to be a rule that you had to get like 90 degree angle in your knee. Messed up a lot of people's knees. Draw your heart forward as this hip crease draws back. You can even put your own thumb there. Pull hip crease back. Front shins pressing down, hips pulling back. And breathe. What's important is that you feel this pose in your hip, both in terms of having some kind of opening and in that action, that activation. We don't really want to just splat ourselves on the floor and, and lie down and take a nap in this particular situation. We have posts called that, the Shasana. But here, and you're doing this work, and you're recognizing that, that difference between holding tension in your face, your jaw, your throat, your hands, your mind, and what's going on in your hip. Because we are feedback creatures, we are communicators. We communicate to ourselves all the time. There's a really good practice of being helpful to yourself in how you communicate. Our fascial system, our connective tissue, that's what it's doing all day long is communicating with itself. So when we hold our attention in our jaw, it communicates down through the musculature of our body that we're not safe. In the same way, when we activate legs and core, it communicates to ourselves, our, our tissues, that we're present, that we're here, that we're stable. Breath in. Breath out. And walk up to your hand. Tuck your back toes and step back to down dog. Pause here. Get breath. Note what's going on with you. 
Look through your hands, walk across to seated. We're going to come down onto your backs. Hug your knees in, taking happy baby or any other finishing posture that you like. Yeah, that was the sound of it. Let's do that. Breath in through your nose. Breath out through your mouth. When you're ready, make your way to rest. Right now is that time. So if you've got some finishing postures you'd like to work through, do that. If you are ready to rest, rest. And breathe. That was great, y'all. When you're ready to move again, you start with your fingers and your toes. And roll to your right side. Make your way up to seed. Big shoulder shrug here. Bring hands together at heart center. Thumbs to forehead center. That was awesome. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Super cool. Way to go. Well done. Good start to the day. Have a good one out there. Enjoy it. See you soon.